Hey all you witches, Starless Web here, and yes, you guessed it, I'm back in my parents' trailer, and I have AJ with me. So yeah, we're gonna get into why we've been absent and why we're back. So stay tuned witches, you're gonna love it, cause well, we're filling you in with info, and who doesn't love info about where people have been when they were MIA? Alright, later witches. Starless Web here, and yes, you guessed it, I'm back in my parents' trailer. And well, I have the great, the one, the only AJ Markovis. And he has a brand new knee, and that's why I am here. I've been down here in beautiful Southern Oregon for, well, almost a month now, and just helping out with the dear Mr. AJ, getting his brand new fancy knee. We're rehabbing that, and he is just walking about like, well, a man with a new knee that's recovering from a full knee replacement. So AJ, what do you want to say? Hey, I'm glad to be back. Um, it's been uh, quite a little uh, experience with my uh, new knee. I um, was uh, it was it was quite an experience. I mean, uh, went into the hospital at um, well, actually five in the morning. Got in the surgery at seven. Left the hospital at 4, and we're home by about 6.30. Yeah, you guys definitely made some good timing on that. Uh, I ended up coming down the day before, and just kind of, uh, well, you guys spent the night in a beautiful hotel the night before in uh, wonderful Eugene, Oregon, where you got your brand new fancy knee, and uh, yeah, it's been it's been a great, you know, time. I think we've done amazing rehab. I think we've had some good laughs. I think we've been able to get you some amazing progress. And uh, yeah, shout out to Miss Ron Lopez down in action for keeping uh, AJ on his game with his daily jokes. Because man, you were slipping on those apparently. If it oh. wasn't for Ron, you would have, that would have just been something retired. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's true. Uh, every day he looks forward to uh, at least one joke. At and, least. And he's got some that he fires back with. So, uh, great guy. Been using him for quite a few years. And uh, he's more of a friend than a, um, a physical therapist. So, uh, just, uh, just a great guy. He knows what he's doing. And, uh, you know, we do kid around a lot. Oh, you guys do. And I think we're all just happy you finally got that fancy new knee. Because, man, your old rickety one, that one sounded like that should have been, that should have been retired a while ago. Ah, uh, you're right. I, I did put it off for quite a few years, and uh, it did get to the point here where it was, uh, it was getting pretty bad. Pretty it was, bad, so. it was getting, uh, it was getting pretty, 
pretty bad is an understatement, I feel like, but, you know, you're very stoic on such things. I am. I, I am. And if it was, probably if it wasn't for Ron, I would probably wouldn't have had it done, but uh, he um, he kept telling me, you know, you got to get it done, you got to get it done, and I kept telling him, yep, I know. And so finally he took a, a little movie of me walking, and uh, he showed it to me, and it he pointed out a few things, like how my knee was bowing out uh, yeah. pretty bad. So, Yeah, I mean, your uh, knee bowing out was bad. Uh, your limp and everything else that went along with it was pretty bad as well. I mean, I would watch you walk sometimes and try to, you know, get down, doing yard work and stuff, and then get back up, and I'd be like, you make me hurt watching you. Like, you actually physically make me hurt. Like, I can't even understand how you're able to walk right now. So, I think we're all just happy that you uh, got your knee, and I feel like you've been way happier in general since you've gotten it. Yeah, yeah, it's been working out pretty good. So, we're just going to take it one step at a time, you know. One step at a time. I think that was kind of punished, don't you? I do. I was do. that intentional? Um, eh, not really. Mm, I find... I find sometimes I make puns and stuff unintentionally as well. I do too. Yeah, uh, that's probably where I get it from is from you. Oh, I'm sure. I'm like arts and crafting right now because I keep on uh, accidentally grabbing your phone and you keep on accidentally grabbing my phone because we have the same phone case. So I'm actually bedazzling mine as we speak right now. All right. Yeah, I figure if you grab the one that's covered in like diamonds, then we got some issues, man. Yeah, it certainly, certainly. Yeah, I was on the computer here a little while ago looking at the uh, at the Portland Swap Meet uh, of this year. I I haven't gone in a few years, and uh, it's it's quite the uh, experience. Uh, actually, we sold uh, a couple years up there, and um, so it's boy, got a place in your heart. It is. Um, if you can't find it there, you can't find it anywhere. It's I mean, like a two-day like swap meet. Is it all just cars, or is it anything you ever could want and more? No, it's mostly car, car parts. Um, you could buy cars that have been refinished. You could cars get them and in cars different accessories. Accessories, parts. Uh, some of them that have been starting to be restored that haven't. You can get them in uh, just about. Just about anything you're looking for up there, you could find. Um, like I said, it's about a two, at least a two day, and even at that, walking through it, uh, you probably won't see everything. I mean, it is uh, it it is amazing. People come from all over the uh, West Coast uh, to sell or just to buy. Just to come to this great car meet, this That's great true. car swap meet. It is a, we met a gentleman over there when we were selling it. We came from British Columbia. He used to come every year and bring a big um, trailer with him that he would uh, haul back different cars that he would buy. Okay. And uh, he, uh, you know, big car transporter. He had one and one or two of them with him. And he would buy the cars, put them on the transporter, and when the show was over, uh, they'd ship him back up to British Columbia, and he would um, work on them, sell them, and he was saying they could 
pretty hefty profit. So. Hey, you never know what's going to be your thing that you're going to love and you're going to be able to make money off of. Yeah. Careers sure. can be something you love if you find the right one. Yeah, exactly. I feel like I, uh, I feel like I'm sounding like a little bit of a Disney movie at this point. Oh, you don't want to touch Disney. Ooh. Disney is uh, in the toilet uh, now. Well, and, uh, that's unfortunate because I would always love to be a Disney princess. Still in my heart. Well, now, even if you're a guy, you can be uh, a Disney princess. Hey, man. I'm all for anyone wanting to live their best life and their best dream. I just always know that I always uh, really liked watching the Disney movies growing up and like feeling like a little princess. Uh, you know, when you would get the little plastic shoes and nightgown and everything from the newest Disney movie. And I, I think my favorite one always was uh, Ariel, which is kind of funny because she doesn't talk. That's kind of an opposite, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, why would I like that one the most? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> but I think uh, I think also it's just one of those things like the catchy songs, Underneath the Sea, Kiss the Girl. Like I mean, they have good songs in all Disney oh, movies yeah. and everything. And it's like, you know, sometimes I, well, I mean, it's like one of those things where if you look at anyone's, you know, past and, you know, there's bad judgment moments that we've all made. I know I made horrible ones when I was younger and I still like feel bad to this day about the rabbit chocolate like that was such a bad judgment call on so many different levels and I still feel bad to this day and I think if I was ever to see that little girl well she's obviously not gonna be a little girl anymore she's gonna be a woman I would honestly apologize and be like I'm very sorry that I allowed this certain situation to happen and uh you know, I think everybody that learned from that situation that you never feed someone else rabbit poop and say it's rabbit chocolate because you get in trouble, they get sick. And, yeah, it's never a good situation. I mean, it was funny. Like, Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, that was hilarious. <laughs> I can only imagine. I can only way. imagine, like, the parents' like point of view and stuff when something like that does happen because it's like one of those things where you're like you get called from another parent they tell you and then you're just like shit really my kid did this like damn it I thought I raised them better or I thought at least they would have like better judgment and it's like you know with that one I just I don't know what I yeah I just I ooh. the other thing though that also makes me think about that is like um so you know how people are always like when they're a kid they go and they bury their you know animal in you know, oh, yeah. the backyard. So, like, I had uh, I had recently brought it up on a podcast episode about how I had found the neighbor's, um, or the previous owner's, like, pet's, you know, mm -hmm. remains. And yes. people were like, I always wondered what that looked like after all these years and everything. So, it's like, I should probably let you all know. So, if you do actually dig up someone's, you know, pet and everything, like, from my personal experience... The, it was it was in a shoebox. There's, like, no shoebox. It is just, like, crumpled pieces of cardboard. And the only part that, like, let me know that it was a shoebox was because it had, like, that plastic, you know, sticker-type logo on the top. And that was yeah. the only thing intact. And, you know, as I'm digging, I'm like, what is this? And it's, like, a little wrapped-up towel and everything with some little bones inside. And I'm like, you know what it is. So, like, obviously, as soon as you go and you put enough weight with the dirt on that shoebox... That's going to crush that, and it's going to start decomposing. And then the only thing that's going to be left is going to be, like, 
the little piece of fabric or towel or whatever. And so, like, I started to cringe every time I would find, like, a towel, a sock, a t-shirt, something like that that was kind of rolled up. Because I'm like, shit, did I find someone else's, like, pet? And it's like, now now I know what that is. Like, yes. Yeah. I mean, you kind of almost wonder about it, though, too, when you're like, you know, is someone going to go and dig up my animals someday when they, you know, redo their backyard? Yes, absolutely, we will. We are going to, you know, probably dig up someone's animal at some point. But are we going to realize that we dug up their animal? Well, here's another uh, thing to think about, too. Um, You know, in the old days, um, the, you know, cowboy days, I guess you might say, and, and, and there in that era, when people would die, a lot of people had farms and ranches, and when part of the family died, they had their own cemetery out there. Yeah. And they would bury them in there. Well, you know, when we were in real estate, we looked back and, and uh, actually there was a couple things that um, when we were getting, we were looking at different pieces of property and there was a piece of property that, that said that there was, uh, it's been in the family for God knows how many hundreds of years, but it had its own cemetery. Had its uh, own family fam- graveyard. Family, yeah, family graveyard there. And and I wondered, I said, well, that's kind of different. And why was it posted? Well, I found out that you just about have to post it to let the people, the new buyers, know that there is, you know, a certain amount of... Uh, remains? Probably remains out there. So- and... You know, um, it's it's kind of like one of those things that a lot of people are really spiritual about, you know, the remains. They think that, you know, that, that could be coming back or you don't want to bother them because the, the spirits might, you know, exactly. be offended. So, you know, it's kind of, um, gosh, it it's kind of different, you know. I mean, um, I always have, like joked but not joked that I want to buy a piece of land and put a mausoleum on it and then keep it in the family and have my own mausoleum on the property but like you know when I say that people always look at me like uh yeah okay and they're like that's not gonna fly these days and I'm like well I mean if you have a mausoleum that you make and you put urns in it of family members and stuff doesn't necessarily have to be the caskets and the bodies like obviously I don't want to have anything that big um, and then, you know, if you do go and you move, you go and you can go and take them out, and it's almost like a little, like, shelving system for the next yeah. family and their relatives if they so do so. But, you know, I think we've always uh, known that I'm a weird kid when it comes to, like, remains, because I did tell you recently that when you and Mom die, I just want your left foot to cremate and take with me, so that way I can take you guys on vacations and spread you all about wherever yeah, I go. That's right. Boy, I'll, be, I'll see more of the uh, country then than I have now. Well, I but, think you're going to go wild at Mardi Gras when I'm just sprinkling you all over the place. Oh, yeah, I'll be, man, I'll just, I'll be having a ball, I guess you might say. But, you <laughs> know, that's, you know, within the last couple months, I have lost um, two cousins and a close friend. This is true. Rest in peace and, to and all of those that we've lost and other people have lost because it has been an extremely hard time. And I know we've all shed tears um for the people that you've lost recently, for sure. And one of them was someone that, you know, 
was a close, like, uncle, and then two of them, yeah, were your cousins. So you've had some definite close hits. We have. And, you know, um, you look back, and, and uh, especially that close friend of mine, you know, he, he suffered for, well, over a year, that's for sure. And there was a lot of suffering going on, and so at least he's at, at peace. Yeah. Know? And... Uh, that's, I, I think, is probably one of the main things. Well, and it is crazy to think that, like, uh, it was basically, like, in a few days, it would be almost, like, three years since we seen him last. Yeah, exactly. And uh, he did come down, all the way down from uh, Beaverton area, right out of Portland, and uh, just for your wedding. From, and, a, uh, from a vow renewal, which was Western. It was Western, and... Uh, I think everybody could not believe that I was really going to do that. Well, it was kind of funny because he was, you know, his family was Western, too. They, um, his parents lived out in uh, uh, Central Oregon, and uh, a little town out there, and they were Western. Yeah, so, well, and I think that was one of those things, too, where it didn't put a lot of pressure on people of what they needed to wear or anything like that. And it's like, hell, I brought my wedding gown in a garbage bag in the back of our truck. And uh, I think I stayed in that thing for a little while and then put on a different dress, but, like, very casual affair. And uh, we had Mexican food and donuts. I mean, how much... That how, was a mixture. Yeah, and I mean... I don't know. I uh, I think, too, it was funny when the bridesmaids, which were my siblings, were like, hey, so what are we wearing? I'm like, I don't care. They're like, you don't have any colors. You don't have any, like, dress. I'm like, dude, just wear whatever you feel comfortable in. Like, wear whatever you like. Wear whatever you feel comfortable in. Like, honestly, I don't really care what anyone wears as long as y'all are there. And as long as, like, I get a donut at the end of the day, I'm happy. It was a real, very casual, and it worked out really good. It was kind of funny too that <clears throat> right across the street they were having a some funeral. type of an affair and uh a funeral it was a funeral wasn't it it and, was a funeral because and they we, had because um, we felt bad to make it go on much longer once they like came back for the after uh deal because we were like booping and hollering and having a good old well, time with country music and stuff and it was like you know, I think at that point, too, we had definitely, uh, the night before, I feel like, was more of the gathering. Yeah, that I, was. And uh, it was it was kind of odd that they, uh, we ordered uh, food to pick up from uh, the Mexican restaurant in town. They ordered food from a different restaurant, and um, we were right across the street from each other, and the... Their food came in first, and they tried to deliver it to us. And uh, I looked at it, and I said, this sure doesn't look like Mexican food. And the, the delivery person, she looked at me, and she said, well, it's, it's not. It's sandwiches. And I said, well, I ordered Mexican food. And she said, well, I don't know. We don't have Mexican food. And she said, well, what is your last name? So I told her, and she said, oh, my, we're at the wrong place. I said, yeah, she's across the street. And uh, then our, our Mexican food showed up. and. Uh, well, I think we forgot to send someone to pick up our food. 
And I think we also forgot someone to pick up our donuts. Like, we were we were all feeling well, a little bit foggy the next morning. Well, Chris, I think, went down and picked up our Mexican food. Yeah. Since he's Hispanic and, you know. He, well, and he was, like, he was the person that just, like, came in strong with it, too. Because I think, uh, I think he ended up going the first time to pick up the donuts when we had forgot that. And then I think he had to go back the second time. But I went with him the night before back to, um, cause we had like the, we were supposed to have a rehearsal. We never rehearsed the night before. No. We did not pull off a rehearsal whatsoever. We had like just a big, like party. get to know each other, like party. And I think all of us, like the morning of, um, we had details of things we were supposed to work out the day before and we didn't. And so, I mean, like we literally, we pulled off the whole event like we very much so shot from the hip like mm -hmm. the morning of but we all teamed in and did it and we were blowing up balloons and making a arch and everything worked out great yeah i think the funniest part was like uh when we couldn't find the rings and like you know if i'm gonna get remarried a second time after 10 years i need a ring and yeah. Yeah. i'm like you know we do the vows and everything vows 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 Ooh. and everything, and then uh, I'm like, where's my ring? And they all look at me like, I can't believe she just said that. And it's like, no, where's my ring? I need a ring. And then, yeah. they, and then the best man left, and then after like 10 minutes, the groom left, and I was just hanging out up there by myself. <laughs> I thought you were going to sing a song while you were You know, I felt in. like for a minute maybe I should, but I was waiting for someone to... I was waiting for a country western song. To... I mean, at least I had my brother and all of my siblings, that, which was kind of actually funny if you think about it, because the only two people that left at that point... <laughs> yeah. If you that do was... think about it, like, there was only... Everybody else was all family-related on all sides of the wedding party up there. We got two people that escaped right away. <laughs> they did. They did. They and then did. they were gone for a while. But it was it was pretty hilarious because I think uh, people started to wonder, like, are they going to come back? Like, two of them left. Yeah, what's going on here? And you could tell, though, that his family was looking like, well, this is going to be awkward. <laughs> well, there's always awkward moments at any type of get gathering when you have that many people and that many different... But then um, they found the rings and it was all good. Yeah. Yeah, they they were there. They just they were temporarily misplaced. Yeah, it's just always funny when you you have something like that because you never usually get to see the groom leave and the best man halfway during the ceremony and they actually come back. Most of the time, it's like they leave and they're, they're like, "Well, I'd have a few drinks and forget about coming back." Well, it's like, yeah, no, I'm not gonna get married, peace out, yeah. type thing. But that wasn't mine. Mine was just like we misplaced rings, and yeah. So we uh. Well, let's see. We gotta be getting you ready for yeah. your next great appointment of PT. And look at that, the phone's ringing, letting us know. So I guess at this point, later, witches. <laughs>